Welcome to our podcast, Why Do We Do This Shit, where we'll explore things we do in work today and ask if we really need to do them. We hope you will laugh and learn, but we can't guarantee any minds will be changed. Performance reviews. So why do we do this shit? Anyone? Anyone find anything interesting? Found a lot of interesting things. More more stuff than I realized was gonna be out there actually. I was surprised yeah. how much had been written about it. Yeah. Where'd you start? What was your like first uh, search uh, term? Started in the Google factory searching for history <laughs> of performance reviews. And I found uh Found a really good Fast Company article, and then a HBR article, and then a couple of like more educational, um, kind of oriented things, like like from universities and stuff. So, you guys oh, come across any of that same stuff? Yeah, the Fast Company and the HBR, I did. Mm-hmm. It was like top of the list. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I found was the HBR one. How feedback fails? Was it that? Or was it a different No, topic? it was called yeah. uh, the Performance Management Revolution. Which I did think was interesting because it was 2013, I think. And so I feel like there could even be a, they could rewrite it even now. We haven't totally. figured it out yet? Uh, well. <laughs> so it started apparently from what, maybe it was the Fast Company one, but like they said that there's even some indications that it could have started as far back as ancient Egypt, but that the industrial revolution was where it really took off. And I think that's where the the HBR one picks up. Yeah. That's what I saw. But yeah, I just think it was, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. What were they, uh, what, what kinds of performances were they reviewing in Egypt? (laughs) Well, I think it's, it was the same kind of reasons in that it was, like the purpose was to find who were the valuable people to keep and promote and who were the people to get rid of. So it seems like the, like the reason was the same. Yeah. But like the mechanics seem to have evolved. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of what I found was like military related. Yeah. You know, Mm -hmm. a lot of history in military, a lot of history in sports too. Oh, I don't, I didn't pick up the sports one. Yeah, I didn't see I a lot of sports stuff either. Military. Interesting. Yeah, I went down a weird rabbit hole on gymnastics. Oh, interesting. Because <laughs> I was oh, yeah, that to... would make sense with scoring. Yeah. yeah, I was trying to think of because there are certain sports that the the winner is kind of clear cut, like swimming. It's just the time, and time. you know, yeah. some sports where you have umpires and referees, you know, you can debate who won or who lost, but. Um, but sports like gymnastics feel really kind of unclear mm-hmm. because it's judging and yeah. it's someone's sort of opinion. So I kind of yeah. went down, I was looking at sports like that, where they involved somebody actually performing and then a judge determining who performed the best at the thing. And I found mm-hmm. that gymnastics started because uh, in like the 1800s, because somebody lost a war and they were really embarrassed. So they were like, we need to work out a lot. So uh, oh, wow. oh, that's a rabbit hole. Wow. <laughs> and, and the way it was naked men exercising in like courtyards. 
<laughs> you went down a dark rabbit hole. <laughs> I couldn't. I couldn't dig dark my way out of the internet. I yeah. didn't think it could get worse than performance <laughs> reviews, but you found it. <laughs> and it wasn't even until until fifty, eighty years later that they were even a competitive thing. It was more like something people did um, as like a, a a unifying activity. Like let's go do gymnastics together. Um, so. I don't know if that helps us in determining if performance reviews are useful. <laughs> I I actually didn't think of it that way. I didn't either. Uh, That's interesting. But I will say one of my, I feel like one of my main arguments from reading against it is the whole competition versus team building. That yeah. I feel like it overall sets up more of a competitive atmosphere that isn't necessarily healthy for Maybe some companies, I don't know. I mean, I feel like I also read that too, that it's, there's a big, it depends on like your industry and your, what your organization is all about on Mm -hmm. the right type of performance review. But it's also just like, yeah, sorry, go ahead. No, go ahead. I was going to say, it's also just a matter of being judged on things that happened a year ago in the span of it'd be like yeah. a gymnastics judge delivering their verdict a year after you yeah. completed your your performance you know i mean it just it doesn't make a lot of sense in terms of the way in which it's structured six months ago your yeah <laughs> your score right, was four right. way off yeah right yeah that is that's interesting too because that does give more of the argument to the real-time feedback mm-hmm. yeah the other the other rabbit hole I went down was elections. Because okay. I was thinking, is there so elections are this other type of performance review. Yeah. And we could obviously debate elections in the political that's sense a whole right now. Other but podcast. That's a different podcast. But if you think about what it's intended to be, there's, you know, sort of like midway polling, there's yeah. approval ratings. Yeah, true. And ultimately people review your performance with their vote and i thought you know could companies operate that way could for-profit companies operate in that way like what if a company's customers voted for you know every you know maybe a certain number of delegates or the Mm -hmm. sea level and a few levels down the way we do for government appointees and could that work um and then, of course, I went down another rabbit hole. It's just like, well, then everybody would be campaigning and, you know, it would create almost like that competition in sports where it has this like yeah. reverse impact on huh. the performance of the team. I mean, the only, I would say the only, argu- or at least the strongest argument that I feel like I found, and, and by no means do I feel like that this is an argument necessarily for, but argument on needing them was the and I can't remember which article it was, but it was the um, lawyers. Like we need in a completely different, in um, very secure, very fact-based reasons if we fire somebody. Mm-hmm. And so yeah. that to me, like I, I understand that, but wholeheartedly do not understand the performance being connected to your, compensation i think that's where yeah. i draw the line well, I, 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 what i thought was interesting was it kind of all came from 
a good place. It's just become yeah. sort of bastardized, right? So the what I found was there was that, uh, did you find like the theory X, theory Y stuff? Did you come across yeah. that? Yeah, yeah. So like theory X is sort of more of that military mindset of it's like just the whole ranking system is to weed out the people that should be fired or discharged or, you know, whatever it is. And then there was this shift um, in the 70s, I think mm-hmm. it was, I have to go back and look, but where they kind of moved into this, like more th- what they call theory Y, which is there was like a shortage of talent in managerial positions. And so companies started realizing they had to like retain employees and they couldn't just like let everybody go if they weren't doing well. So there it was this big, like shift in mentality to kind of like co-creating your career. Like you work yeah, with your manager the and they're very yeah. supportive of you and they, they're bringing you along and, you know, helping you in the process and that sort of became performance reviews and so like sort of came from a pretty good place but I don't know where we've ended up today with it I think is too far removed from what the original intention was yeah yeah it's it feels like the kind of like feedback definitely is important and understanding sort of how you're doing and directions and all of that Mm -hmm. but it feels like so many conditions need to be just right for it to go well like like the company has to have clear goals and objectives which isn't always the case Mm -hmm. you know and and those things can shift all the time the manager has to have maybe the team and employees best best you know uh performance and and improvement in mind they have to their goal has to be to improve their team and that Mm -hmm. isn't necessarily always the case they might be right you know looking after their own career um and then on the other side the the person receiving the performance review has to be has to be able to receive feedback and that's Mm -hmm. not always the case sometimes people you know and it feels like one thing that struck me is that i found tons and tons of uh offerings around how to give feedback and there's almost nothing around oh, how, to how to be a, re- a feedback receiver interesting and i wonder like if a company just focused on that yep yep receiving feedback that's interesting i'm curious if you guys have any good examples of receiving feedback where it worked for you yeah i mean the thing that comes to mind a lot and, and you you guys will relate to this because we do a lot of this kind of work where we help teams build early versions of an idea and then we coach them on how to get use feedback as part of the design process for the idea so it's this totally different way of putting an idea in front of another person or a different way than i think is typically used usually it's like put together a presentation and then get somebody either convinced to do something excited about something or informed about something but the way we teach them a lot of times is totally, totally the opposite, where you don't want to convince them of anything. You just want the feedback. The feedback is the value. And I feel like that's a big mindset shift for people. Yeah. And it gets yeah. me thinking a lot about, you know, how, how might we um, yeah. translate that into the world of things like performance reviews and uh, performance yeah. feedback, where it's the, the mindset has shifted from, here's what I think about you, to like, I don't know, you know, tell, tell me, you know, how do you sort of see my performance in your eyes? That kind of thing. Yeah. So it's interesting. I was actually listening to a podcast just the other day. It was talking about how it's kind of pre Facebook, uh, 
where that that whole kerfuffle about them um, like doing testing on all their users and I mean, I that's feel a like great word by the way. Assumed. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> yeah. Um, but they were kind of tweaking the wording. Some of their engineering team was try trying to tweak the words on. Um, it was it was a few years ago, but um, I, I'm just I I don't actually remember this happening. So I mean, I feel like it was anyway not important. Um, that they it was when they they you could report or flag an an, an image mm -hmm. and have it taken down and so they were tweaking the wording because essentially what would happen is that you would flag it and they would tell you okay reach out to this person that posted it to have them take it down and what there was one thing that I thought was interesting in one of the words that they switched that like nine times out of ten or eight times out of ten it was because the photo was embarrassing of the person and that's why they would flag it and they had like reasons like why would you why do you want this taken down embarrassing wrong blah 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 and like nobody would click embarrassing but then they all they did was add it's in front of embarrassing and so it switched it from like i'm embarrassing me as a person in this picture to the picture itself is embarrassing mm -hmm. And it went up, like they said something crazy, like it went from like 10% to like 40% or something crazy like that, where it was like just that being separated from that, I, like not, it's not me that's embarrassing, but it's the picture that's embarrassing and I am my own entity that actually like helped it be usable, which yeah. I did think was interesting because I feel like that is similar and that like when the feedback isn't taken personally, then you can actually do something with it. It reminds me of that. There's like that meme that floats around the internet of it's not you versus me. It's you plus me versus the problem. Like that whole, like, works with cats. <laughs> uh, but yeah, it reminds me of that. Greg, do you have any examples of performance? Well, performance reviews in general, I guess. Yeah, I mean, I'm not a big fan of performance reviews. Like to, you know, I, I, I mean, I guess to tip my hat as to where I'm at on the issue. <laughs> I know what you're voting for. Yeah, <laughs> I, um, I, I had one recently. So I was in a role uh, within the last few years where, um, well, I've got two kind of very distinct experiences, right? Which I think illustrate why performance reviews are not great all around. But um, at one point in time, I was working for a team, very close relationship with my boss, who was very close to the work that I did day to day. And, you know, performance reviews in that case, first of all, didn't feel like an annual event, right? There was feedback all along the way. There was like constant encouragement and, and just, you know, like growth and all that type of stuff. And so the performance review felt like a, a very natural, just, you know, evolution of all that. And I felt very confident that my boss was able to, to accurately represent what I was doing and, you know, the impact and all that type of stuff. And so in that case, it was great. But more recently, I was in a, a role where I was several 
layers removed from the person that was kind of representing me in my performance review. And I, I just did not have any confidence that they, they knew really what I was doing or, you know, what the, the impact was or anything like that. And, and there was just, there was really no feedback day to day either. And, and it just, you know, I have no idea what happened in that black box of the performance review, right? I know what the outcome was and it yeah. was fine, but like, it just, I, I, I think, so I guess my point here is performance reviews, I think are so uh, tied to the individuals involved and, you know, that relationship. And I, I know we talked about like whether the, the manager has your best interest at heart, you know, what their personality is like and all this type of stuff. And so I just think the, you know, it, it can be a, a good thing or a bad thing, which I think just highlights why performance reviews as a, like a standalone function are kind of broken because it should be something that works across the board and not is situationally dependent. So I don't know. Yeah. yeah for, for me, my, my more recent performance reviews have not been um, enjoyable, yeah. right? I much prefer in the moment feedback and, and kind of growth along the way. Yeah. Well, I, I thought it was interesting going back to the articles that we were talking about that, I mean, the, the whole, Again, I can't, I think it was the HBR one where I was talking about Jack Welch and like how he mm -hmm. kind of, he didn't switch on his perception in that, like, he still thought that they were valuable, but I think less so the force ranking mm -hmm. and his whole thing was like, the company owes you candor, like that, like you as an employee shouldn't be guessing about where you are in the organization right. and what the organization thinks of you, which I mean, I, again, wholeheartedly agree with that. But I, I mean, again, I, I, I feel like showing my cards, like I just, the fact that it's connected to your compensation, I think is just like makes forces competition. Mm -hmm. And I will say just as an example of, of the receiving feedback, I recently, um, well, whenever I was working on a couple of hard projects, I had recently specifically asked for feedback and I feel like, like this kind of points a bit to the, that culture as well, where I knew the projects were hard. I knew they were hard for me and like challenging in a way that I was like, Oh, I'm having to navigate difficult situations. And I really wanted the feedback so that I could learn from it. And when I, I, I have not, I haven't received that feedback at all. I mean, like at crickets actually, and, and I was just like, oh, that is interesting that I'm asking for, tell me what I did wrong so that I can try and improve it. Mm -hmm. That that is so countercultural that, I mean, I think Joe, that kind of goes, for me, goes to what a shift would have to happen in order for that to be a safe space. Yeah. 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 It's almost like feedback somehow needs to be separated from the performance review discussion in some way. And that mm -hmm. if, if a, if a colleague or a boss or something has feedback for somebody positive or negative or whatever, that if the goal is to make that person better for the next time the thing happens, if that's also then tied to some conversation that's going to happen annually, it's going to change the way they do that. It's going to yeah. change the way they yeah. give that feedback. Um, and, you know, in some cases for good reasons, because 
you know, a lot of that stuff now has to be documented uh, to make sure that if somebody, let's say, isn't performing well and you need to put them on a performance improvement plan and eventually maybe they um, they get let go or something like that, there has to be evidence that said, well, you received this feedback along the way, which is a good thing. Yeah. But it also kind of waters down the way feedback gets given because it has this potential maybe end goal just in case in, in mind you know yeah yeah we're like I totally agree it's strange yeah um, the other the other oh, go ahead joe no go ahead go ahead i had a total other thing yeah i was gonna sort of shift gears a little bit too which I, you know at least the way that my company kind of handles performance reviews and based on the articles i was reading i think this is the case with a lot of companies notwithstanding the fact that just you know all the things that we've already talked about like what's the real value and how well are you represented a, a year after you've actually done something. There's also just a ton of like logistical paperwork, if you will. Right. I mean like mm -hmm. digital paperwork, but there's just like a lot of work that goes into it. There's a lot of prep. There's a lot of, you know, having to formally capture that feedback and then represent it. And then, you know, there's just all this stuff that I feel like is an artifact of the process and, you know, if you could do away with that, right, that just frees up people's time and, you know, yeah. gives them more opportunity for in the moment feedback. Like, I, I don't know, there's just, it, it's a very, um, the process just as a whole seems broken, even, you know, and, and ultimately for an output that I don't think is very valuable to begin with. So it's just the, the whole thing is ripe for, I don't know, yeah, rethinking, if not doing away with entirely. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. I agree. It's, there's value in there for sure. Mm -hmm. It's just sure. kind of, you know, how it's done and there's so many factors that have to work. One thing. So already you, you guys know, I went down some strange rabbit holes in my research. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the other thing I, I was reading about. Yeah. The other thing I was reading about was in like the caveman days. How, <laughs> yes. Um, so way, way back there were mainly two jobs. There were, you were a hunter or a gatherer. Maybe there were some other things, but those were kind of like the primary jobs. And I read this on the internet, so it's definitely true, but um, <laughs> the, one of the points that uh, this researcher was making was that teamwork was valued really highly. The ability to work well with others was valued mm -hmm. really highly mm -hmm. in mm -hmm. that whole dynamic. Mm -hmm. And that you would become part of a gatherer team, um, you know, in many ways because you were reliable and could be worked well with. And you just couldn't have like, like the brilliant jerks that people talk about, you know, like, yeah. like the, no, the no asshole rule. You couldn't really have yeah. that because you would die. <laughs> yeah. If, yeah. If, you know, your, your hunting partner just kind of went off and did their own thing and left you and you were in a dangerous situation and, you know, didn't have somebody having your back, you know, that's a, there's a real consequence. So it's, it was interesting. And I was thinking about like, you know, in, in the past performance review experiences I've had either giving or receiving, how much is ability to work with others factored in, you know, and it kind of, mm -hmm. I don't know, it's mm -hmm. not always the case. It's a, sometimes it's those individual metrics that are looked at more highly. Um, and that you know if a person like that is rated highly that can kind of perpetuate that behavior a little bit yeah. more so interesting yeah, yeah i definitely feel like i've seen that to be true yeah 
And maybe just because that's easier to rank in those, yeah. like, like that's more yeah. mushy. And right. Yeah. But I don't know, Greg, I'm curious, the first example that you had of like the positive experience where it didn't mm -hmm. feel as like a, like a formal performance review. Mm -hmm. I'm curious if there's anything that stands out to you as like why that was in well, comparison to the two examples that you gave. Yeah. I mean, I think, uh, hmm. I mean, I think even in that positive example and the good experience, right. The, the performance review itself was still like not the cause of it being a positive yeah. experience. It was yeah. more so yeah. the yeah. fact that, you know, I had a good relationship and I felt like the performance review was, was like I said, a natural sort of follow on for the feedback that I had received throughout the year. And I felt yeah. confident that this person was going to be able to accurately represent me because, you know, the way that my company doesn't, we're not a part of that like discussion that happens, right? You sort of mm -hmm. have the conversation afterwards with your boss, say, hey, how did everything go? Um, so yeah, I think it was just more so that that relationship and the yeah. ongoing feedback that was, you know, just a part of the dynamic that I had with that, that person. Um, but yeah, I don't think the performance review itself was why it was good. Mm -hmm. It was just that yeah, yeah. it was yeah. less painful because it was, you know. Just part of your relationship. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yep. Mindset. But I, I don't know. Like, I, I will say also, like, just as you know, I've been thinking about this so much in the lead up to all this, like, I don't think I've even in a positive situation like that, I don't think I've ever really taken anything away from a performance review, to be honest, yeah. right? Like, yeah, I don't yeah. think I've yeah. ever walked out of one and said, like, hmm, that yeah. was great. Like, now I really know what yeah. I need to focus on this year. Yeah. Or, yeah, you know, like, for me, all of that comes in small pieces throughout the year, right? Just in like, yeah. in whether it's formal feedback that you're receiving kind of like in snapshots and things like that, or if it's m more so like just informal conversations that you're having with peers or bosses or whomever to understand like, hey, that was great. Like, let's try this next time, Wh whatever it is, right? But like the performance review itself is is just a process. You know, like I've never really walked out of one and said, I don't know. Like it's never been a transformational experience for me that to say a great like, performance review. Yeah. Right. Right. Like, yeah, or, or to I, even I like agree. know how I'm going to shift gears, you know, like it's just, yeah. so yeah, if that's the point agree, of it, I, I don't know. I'm not taking yeah, anything yeah, away no, from it. Yeah. No thinking yeah. that you're, I, I, I have, I feel like I've had a very similar experience. I always yeah. do them because they have to be done, but have never right. put stock in the outcome at all. Yeah. Ever. Yeah. So what is valuable? What with the the performance review or in general? I guess in general, like sounds like we agree that this kind of, you know, moment in time model doesn't have a lot of value. What is? What is valuable? Yeah, I mean for me it's like I said, I think probably a few times at this point, it's the the more informal in the moment feedback that comes from yeah. whether whether it's you know at distinct milestones like the completion of a project and there's a debrief and there's like a some learnings and or whatever or it's just more informal in the moment conversations about whatever for me those are the things that i can kind of like 
take and and do something with you know the other thing too that i'm just like sort of realizing as i'm thinking about why i value those things is those are conversations you know so when i'm getting feedback from a, a boss or whomever in the moment it's a conversation i can i can ask questions we can sort of like have a dialogue about it performance reviews feel very like one directional you know it's and this is on your permanent record i'm being told by (laughs) somebody here's what you need to do or not do or whatever it doesn't feel like a conversation doesn't feel like i get to contribute to it you know yeah yeah that's a great question joe because i mean i i think back to when i feel like i've been helped the most and it and it had nothing to do with performance reviews I think one example in particular was really more of like a boundary thing where like I kind of did something and asked for forgiveness versus asking for Mm -hmm. permission. I kind of was testing to see where my boundary was with this, with this boss. And whenever I hit that boundary, they told me won't do it again, get it. And that, I mean, like that to me was super helpful to the point where like it was again, to Greg's point, it was a conversation. It wasn't related to my performance, but I mean, obviously like I still remember it this many years later that I was like, oh yeah. So yeah, I mean, I feel like that conversation and going back to the mindset of being open to it and that like life is kind of an iteration. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What about for you, Joe? Yeah, I guess similar. I mean, I just, I keep coming back to, you know, in the, in a perfect set of conditions, an annual performance review probably could work, you know, but it's just, it's so rare. Mm -hmm. I mean, I think of, I think of one, one job I had where for weeks, months, there were these two projects that were the most important two projects for me, for people on my team, to my boss. And most conversations were about those two projects. And then the, um, the, the leader of that organization changed. And that meant a pretty drastic change to the, the whole you know, leadership team. And literally overnight, those two projects became kind mm. of just, they disappeared. They weren't mm. important to this new yeah. set of leaders. And I just remember thinking, you know, every, every aspect of my, reviewed performance was tied to these two things and <laughs> right just like that they Gone. disappeared and they no longer exist and that happens that's just normal that happens in companies where you know priorities change new information comes out the market shifts whatever it is so it's hard to have these i think it's good to have goals and all that kind of stuff but i just keep coming back to it's more about mindset you know mm-hmm. ability to make judgment calls ability to kind of react to new information and that kind of stuff is hard to predict so if more focus was put on just mindset and ability to receive feedback i feel like that would improve the way feedback is given and yeah the, and just the way it's used yeah i agree well interestingly i, I, didn't... I think that it that kind of, sorry go ahead i just feel like that kind of points to to me what could be interesting of like the performance review is not about you as the employee, but the performance review is about your coach, like your boss, your manager, your whoever. Like it's more of like an upward, because yeah, if it's if it's about your mindset and about like 
trying to like helping you succeed as a person and as an employee, then yeah, the review should be whoever is responsible for that. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Which I mean, I understand is like people take personal responsibility for that, but I don't know. I also definitely feel like the upward situation is like a broken thing, but, or doesn't exist, but that's a whole other, maybe that's a whole other episode. Sorry, guys. Yeah. No, I, I was just going to say, like, I, don't, I didn't see this in any of the, the research I did, but, like, uh, to your point of performance reviews, maybe in an ideal situation could be valuable or, you know, good, Joe. Yeah. I, I, I believe that, right? But I, 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 I wonder if there's, like, a like a threshold, like, of scale, right? So, like, if in an in a organization, you know, even if it's a big organization, like, as long as the team itself is small mm-hmm. and and you know mm-hmm. that that relationship is tight and close and you know the manager manages a, a certain number of people right i think performance reviews in that case again maybe not as a standalone event but you know as part of a ongoing feedback process like could be valuable but i think you hit a threshold at some point where you've got a manager that's responsible for so many people that there's no way yeah. they can keep tabs on everything and like at that point, that's when it tends to feel broken. And, and I've had that experience as mm-hmm. well. So I don't know. Like, I, I, I think maybe there's, I think it's a culture thing. I think it's all the things that we've talked about, mm-hmm. but I, I'd be willing to bet there's also like some number that you could, you know, research and find mm-hmm. that like once a manager exceeds X amount of people, even mm-hmm. in a, in a corporation where the culture is all good around feedback and things like that, like, it's just going to start to break down. You just, you know, so I don't know. Yeah. I guess there's an ideal situation for it, but. Well, uh, should we vote? Let's do it. What are we calling our vote? Is it like mm, trash it or oh, that's... smash it? <laughs> we, we have to Ew. have something like that. I know that. <laughs> Not that. So, something other than that? Something other than that. Um <laughs> That's a good question. I hadn't thought about it. Um, mm. For next episode, well, the whole we'll have a really like, fun one. Do this shit anymore? Yeah. Right. Um, yeah. Keep keep it or trash it or I don't know. Flush yeah. it or flush, flush it. it or bronze it. Bronze it. <laughs> <laughs> I never would have thought of that. No. <laughs> All right, I think flush it or bronze it, it is. <laughs> which, which is which, though? If it's a good piece of shit, you want to bronze it. Uh. <laughs> All right. All right. Or maybe I do. I don't know. Maybe I'm alone in that. All right. I think you should go first, then, Nicole. Oh, well, I will say I went into this conversation with a very decided decision and I have to say I have changed my mind mm-hmm. um, my original thought was yes definitely if you decoupled it from compensation which I feel like I've said a couple of times but through our conversation I I don't think performance reviews as a thing add value so I do not think I think we should flush them mm. Greg yeah I agreed Right. I mean, I, I, I'm not 
saying feedback or, you know, I think we talked a lot about all the benefits of that, but I think as in its current iteration of performance reviews as kind of the standalone. Yeah. I'd say Mm -hmm. trash it, flush it. So I think I, I also came into this with what I thought was my opinion and it's kind of changed and I'm actually going the other direction. I Mm. think, uh, I think, I think we should do this shit. And here's why I think Mm -hmm. that it's so hard to have perfection and a perfect process. Um, you know, and this is true for project management methodologies or, you know, prioritization, whatever tools you're using, they're almost never perfect. And Mm -hmm. I kind of feel like better to have a process that will work in certain situations and, you know, fail in others than not have it at all. Uh, and have people not know necessarily kind of if they're heading in the right direction. So I say bronze it. All right. So two flushes, one bronze. Um, it's the weirdest well, distinction you. ever. <laughs> <laughs> we'll come up with another one. Yeah. All From right, our well, tens of you. listeners. Yes. Our, our, our two of listeners. <laughs> we'll, we'll grow it. Yeah. Well, thank you for joining and uh, we'll see you next time. Thank you. Bye. Bye. Thank you for listening to Why Do We Do This Shit? If you have any nonsense that you want to hear about, hit us up on Instagram at Why Do We Do This Shit? Or email us at why do we do this shit podcast at gmail.com.